Hess. Welcome to Young About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Yo. We're coming in hot off Game of Thrones app. Just, I couldn't even sleep. We watched it together last night. I got home and I was just, I just in my mind. Thrones, you know what I did? Thrones. Thrones. I watched it again. You watched it again? I watched it again. Oh my God. I You're watched it again out of control. With, my, with my wife as she dozed off. Wow. See, I should have stayed then. I wanted to watch it again. I watched it again. Well, we watched it in our, in our, we were in our at, marital, marital bed. Yeah, with our, with our okay. Surrounded by the dogs and right. cats. I'm like, can I stay? Can I get in there? You're like, Carl, leave. Get out of here. Carl, it's time. We, did. we watched it at Joel's house and Joel made some A5 Wagyu because... A top tier television episode required a top tier meat. meat. Indeed, that was fucking great. It was. It was just like eating. It was like eating bone marrow that had more texture. Had more texture to it. Yeah, at a certain point, it's like how much luxurious? How much more luxurious can you get? I don't know, man. Because like, and it's like, what about A (laughs) six? Oh, A six is just you. You just fucking. It's just a meat enema. It's just a goo. They mainline wag you into your into your fucking veins. I'll take it. Just take tap it. it to my veins. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a good ep, solid ep. Oh my god! You know, I don't spoilers or not spoilers. Some people have died. Yes, there have been deaths. There have been deaths. Uh, not as many as I thought. I know. But actually, when you go back and count them, you're like, like the whole oh. show. No, no, no. Like you count like the deaths that happened in that episode. You're like, oh, okay. There's like, solid ones. About seven people yeah, died. Yeah, there's like some were like pretty we're, main. We're a spoiler-free podcast, but like, also if you haven't just if you haven't watched it, just fucking watch they, it. They what are you killed. Doing? They killed Bruce Wayne, and <laughs> then Iron Man had to save him. Well, that's the thing. It's like everyone's like re- re- that show has really jumped off the rails. Right? <laughs> yeah, that got weird. John Wick came in and just started <laughs> shooting everyone. Well, that, I didn't even know they had guns. That's the thing. It's like Avengers just came out this past weekend, and it's like. Between John Wick coming out in a couple weeks and Game of Thrones, like, I don't give a fuck about Avengers. Oh, I watched Avengers. I saw it. I mean, like, I'll watch it. I like the movies. Like, I'm sure I'll watch it. But I'm, I'm, like, not excited. I'm like, it's all about John Wick. I was, oh, I mean, now it's all about John Wick. Everything's in the past. Yeah. Battle of Winterville? Yeah. Past. Game of Thrones is over. Endgame? (laughs) Past. Give me fucking John Wick 3. Oh, my God. I can't fucking wait. Uh, Yeah, we're going to turn this into a John Wick podcast for the next two weeks. And then uh, we'll, we'll be back to food. Yeah, maybe. 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 After four more weeks of critically breaking down the John Wick trilogy, possibly oh the greatest action trilogy of all time. I take it I would take it over Star Wars. If or, the third or Lord one of the Rings. if the third one is as good as the second one was compared to the first, we're dealing with an all timer, folks. I think the second John Wick is better than the first one. Oh wow. That is my take. Wow. That is my take. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, uh, but yeah, that's a tough call. It really heightened. The great thing about John Wick that elevated it, besides its insane choreography, was like the world building element of it. Right. And I think the second one really expanded upon the world in a super satisfying way that was like super engaging. No, no lulls. No lulls. No and lulls. just like, you know, like fun. And nothing where you're like, mm, and, I don't know about this. And like stuff where it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like the gun <laughs> sommelier scene where Peter Serafinowicz is the gun sommelier and he's like, may I suggest the Austrian varietal? You know, like I know it that doesn't take lo- itself too seriously. No, and it's, and, and I think it's, I think but it's, it's also great. like very violent and like, and like brutal. I also just like the villain better. I think it's a, it's a better villain. Common did a great job. Common. Shout out to there. you, Common. Yeah. Not only uplifting people on the streets, <laughs> right? If uplifting performances, in uplifting theaters. performances in theaters as well. 
Um, yeah, oh, no. Last night was great. Good, good food. Good wines. Mm-hmm. Drank some, drank some wines from Psychic and Silver Lake wines. Mm-hmm. That was nice. You ha- wine is like you have to drink wine when you're watching Game of Thrones. If you're drinking anything else, then you don't. Unless you're drinking sour goat milk. <laughs> a la Tormund Giants Bane. Which I have not tried. No, isn't it she bear breast milk? No. You well, know no. I'm so big? Because I suckled at her teeth. No, that was that was a story, but like when he was like talking about uh, oh, right. you know, what they That was they probably drink. like mead. He was probably drinking some mead. No, he said sour. They drink sour goat's milk. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, this is this is back when uh, John met you know uh, Mance Raider and like he right. was like none of that none of that grape water you fucking southerners oh, right. drink. He was like, I'm not and you never want to call a northernman a southerner. You don't want to call him that. They're gonna get pissed. They're gonna get upset. Yeah, Mance Raider was a tight character. We've lost so many good ones along the way. I, we really have. We're gonna do like a, a tearful in memoriam at the end of this season. I, I I hope so. I hope that in like the Emmys next year, like you know how the Oscars they do, right. they only have it for it Game has of to Thrones. Scroll super fast. They just though. do it for Game of Thrones, uh, and they skip over Ollie. We're gonna get Sean Bean <laughs> on the podcast. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Sean, I, I feel was, like Sean Bean would be. I don't like to presuppose anything about celebrities' personalities. Seems cool, but like I feel like Sean Bean would be a great guy to get drunk with. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a story where uh, he was out drinking at a pub and then someone was like hassling his girlfriend and he like beat them up and he may have gotten stabbed in the process and then he like went oh, yeah. back to drinking. I got to look this story. Sean Bean, Walton Goggins and Yes, Walton Goggins. And Kiefer Sutherland. Those are the okay. three well, people I would like to with, drink. I've gotten drunk with, with Kiefer with Sutherland on multiple different occasions because he, he used to if you used to go to like a dive bar on the east side of Los Angeles, like he was just there. Like, if you were at, like, Ye Rustic Inn or, like, three clubs in Hollywood, like, he would always be there. Yeah, yeah. So, I've seen Kiefer. Kiefer's bought me shots. Shout out to you, Kiefer. Thanks for those yeah. shots. There you go. See? He just, he rolls in, takes his shirt off, kisses some random guy on the lips, and then he's gone. Just like that. Back into the night from whence he came. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, seems man. like a guy that just, like, is doing the celebrity thing right. He's like, Sure. I'm Jack Bauer. I'm in a I'm in a massive TV series at the time, but I'm also like to have fun. I'm part of you. I also the love people. drinking with my my friends, the people, the people, the commoners. Probably... Goes out goes out to a taco truck later on, buys everyone past store. <laughs> That's what I would be doing if I was famous. You know how cheap it is too. Yeah. If you bought you make everyone's day a hundred tacos, it's like one hundred and fifty dollars. You roll into a bar, you say shots for everyone, and people are like. Yeah, and then you're gone. And people are going to be telling that story for the rest of their lives. Years. You years made, and years. You made their lives. Yeah. I think that's the thing that's happening now with Bill Murray, where he's like wandering into all these weddings, but it's also like, he might just be an alcoholic. Like, he also might are we just celebrating be, like the like? He also might just spiraling? be like senile, dude. Like, <laughs> right. He's just like, what do you do for fun, Bill? Yeah. And he's like, well, sometimes I stumble yeah. into weddings. Yeah, it's like, okay, like how many weddings can you roll into uh, until it's like, Bill, you have a if, problem. If you're Bill Murray... I guess a- unlimited endless. amounts. Endless. It's like it's like breadsticks at Olive Garden. It's you. Can, it's never ending. Bill Murray has unlimited public goodwill. He, he really can does. Do it was like I saw Bill Murray punching a baby at the Grove. It's like that's Bill. That's Bill. He's up to his old tricks. He man. was in Caddyshack. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, he is he is beloved for whatever. Re- I mean, we all love him. Best Bill Murray performance. Um, it's true. This man has no penis. Ghostbusters. Mm. Kingpin. Oh my god. Dude, is Kingpin underrated? Oh, extremely underrated. But I because think- it came out in that era of movies where where like the premises were just like so dumb. Right. There was a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. You know, like 
I mean, I love Ace Ventura. Uh, who don't? Don't you dare! But, but such a bad movie premise that was made good by Jim Carrey. Okay. That's... Put anyone else in that role, uh, or, or except, except for Nick Cage. Okay. You put Nick Cage in that role, he shines. <laughs> he kills it, and all the pe- pets die. Counterpoint. <laughs> It's an amazing premise because it's like, what if there was a detective for, for pet? It's the ultimate high concept idea. You can you can explain that in a two second elevator ride. All right, all right, kid, what do you got? You got five seconds while me. It's a detective for pets. Sold. <laughs> I mean, that is. I, I don't know. It could be genius. Who wrote Ace Ventura? I don't know, but genius level shit. Um, I don't know, but not enough credit. Mm, not enough credit. Key, at all. Key for Sutherland. Wildly underrated. <laughs> he wrote it. He wrote it in three in three clubs. But Jim Carrey seems like a guy might be weird to get drunk with. Seems like kind oh, of weird. Oh no, things seems are like kind of a weirdo. Things are going to get. He'd be like, "Do you want to look at this painting I made?" Be like, "Jim, no, please stop." <laughs> That's also what would happen if you got drunk with George George, uh, George W. Bush. <laughs> you want to oh, see this? You want to see this painting I made? Nobody wants to see a picture of your dog. Yeah, stop, George. <laughs> what about George R. R. Martin? I would not want to get drunk no? with him. No, he seems so, like he's a jolly old he is drunk. He's a fucking nerd. Dude, that guy's drink. <laughs> that guy's drinking like just like the dumbest things. Like, give me another sea breeze or I, whatever. I could see him in a in a, a tropical shirt, much like you're wearing right now, just crushing my ties. I can't, crushing I can't, tiki drink. I can't see him crushing my ties. I'm like, what kind of seasonal ale do you have? No, the problem is whenever he goes out to try to unwind and get drunk in New Mexico, which is where he lives, people are probably like. George, where are those books? Hey, George, where, well, when's that book coming? He's like, you know, God damn it, you know, I'm what, to you know what would help him? Changing his outfit. He's like a fucking cartoon character that has one outfit. He dresses like a, a garden gnome that like somehow became an old sea captain. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like you like someone steals your gnome and sends you pictures of it, the classic prank, but yeah. it's just like we turned him into a sea captain. And you're just like, what? Get the fuck out of here. He's, anyway. He's probably fucking living life. Yeah. But he definitely has to be living his life. He doesn't even have to release more books and people love him. The problem is now that we did the A5 Wagyu for the Battle of Winterfell, we have to keep stepping up our meal games for the next three episodes. Because they're all going to be momentous. Like from, from here on out, each episode is going to be fucking nuts. I don't, I'm not sure if, I think, like, I think the next episode is going to be a lot of exposition. I think it's going to be, and then the last two episodes are going to okay. be, like, back-to-back, just punch you in the balls. Punch you right in the scrotum. Yeah, rip out And when I your say scrotum. we have to step up a meal game, I'm, I really mean you. Because I didn't really do any cooking last night. I did bring wine. I'm yes. Saying. <laughs> you know what, you know what I, I want to make? Um... I became obsessed with birria because when I was in Baja, I went to this lamb birria place. This place is this place is nuts. Yeah, people are waiting fucking two hours for this place. It was Easter Sunday. People are fucking like out there. There's like a hundred people waiting. There's like a big parking lot. People are fucking pre gaming. They're drinking beers. They're like tailgating around their cars. You put your name in. It's like fucking chaos out there. Hundreds of people finally get in, and the thing you get is birria de Borrego, which is uh, lamb birria, and it's just a huge plate. Of pulled lamb, and then you get a little cup of the consomme. Yeah. It's not tomato consomme, it's just juice, like yeah. straight up lamb juice. Yeah. So it's kind of like a French dip, because then they give you the tortillas, onions, and cilantro, and you make a great. taco and dip it right in. So it's like a French dip for fucking like really soft roast lamb. Sounds great. It was amazing. That's what I want. So See. the other day in LA, you know, it was, it's been a little overcast. We're kind of get veering back into stew weather a little bit. It's going to rain. I know. It's going like to rain today. Uh, this, so, this is, it's, uh, it's, it's 
not okay. Make up your mind, Zeus. I went to this place, El Parian, which is on 6th Street there in the Pico Union area. And uh, they do the goat birria, birria de chivo. But they do like a spicier tomato consomme that you, you dip it in instead of just like the straight juice. Uh-huh. It's fucking great. Yeah. So I want to fucking try to recreate that. Do a long like uh, like lamb roast because mm-hmm. that feels Game of Thrones y like a, a lamb roast just a roast just a roast just a roast like yeah. a big one that you set down on the table in your great hall and you're like look at my wealth and prosperity <laughs> surely my, my house is great and will rise I mean I would I I'm a, I'm all for it crown but rack of lamb it's, it's super easy for like a party situation because you do one big roast and everyone just fucking and then pulls you apart. just have real good tortillas. Chopped raw onions and cilantro, and then you just have the juice, and you're fucking good just to go. Make, just making making tacos, baby. All right. Well, I'm, I'm bringing a whole a whole lamb. <laughs> I I will cook that lamb for you. You just purchase it, please. How, 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 how much of a lamb can we fit in your oven? I'm, uh, half a lamb? A shank? No. Can we no. fit a shank. In oh there? yeah, you could you could fit a shank. A shank is just the leg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll do a shank for the next next episode. Well, a shank is like below the knee. Okay. So where do, you, where do you get a shank? Where, where does one go in LA to purchase a shank? I'm gonna say probably McCall's. No, specialty butcher shop. You, like I mean, you, pro- you probably can go to one of those places, but if you want to just go somewhere that probably just has it at the ready, uh, I would say like probably somewhere in Glendale. You want to mm. go check out some like maybe like Armenian or mm. places and whatnot. I don't know. I don't go and buy, I don't buy a whole lot of shanks. I, I have I have a purveyor. I could always order it too. I was myself. in an Armenian grocery the other day uh, on Hollywood Boulevard in kind of East Hollywood area, and I just forgot that they just love smoked fish so much. I really respect that That's about true. their culture. No, they do. They, they, they really meats, do. They love smoked fish. They got a lot of good stuff. And breads, good breads. Shout out to Armenia. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. So too, just the country in general. Just the country. Just you're doing great. Keep, keep it up. I mean, it seems fun. Just thank, you, thank you for System of a Down. <laughs> we appreciate that. They were great. Let's not pretend that System of a Down. Except when they let that one, that, that the guitar player sing. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Like, bring back Surge. Yeah, bring back Surge. We want Surge. I want Surge. Uh, yeah. How, well, any, any good eats? Yeah, I haven't really, I haven't seen well, you. Well, I'm, I'm still like, so that Mexico <laughs> trip was. Oh, yeah, you're, you're on a Mexico hangover. You know, it was like we ate oysters Pretty much at every meal. And like, grilled oysters? You get some grilled yes. oysters? Yes. There was like, in Baja, I feel like when I get Baja oysters in LA, I'm always like, this is good. But like, every oyster we had in Baja was like, so fucking good. I mean, you know, we're half an hour inland from Ensenada, so everything's very fresh. But like, I think their emphasis on, and there'd be shit, there was one that was like, local sheep's cheese and like, uh, roasted pistachios. Almost uh-huh. kind of like an oyster's Rockefeller, because it's like, cooked in the shell. All right. Uh, but yeah, a lot of great grilled, like just simple with like chili butter or just straight up, you know, without any even accoutrement. That's, that's my, a lemon. That's my preferred way to, to eat an oyster. Just so a I, little bit of lemon. I came back just like, all I want to do is eat grilled oysters. But where to get them? All right. So the places that I know for sure have them are Hatchet Hall, which is in right. Culver City. Which you'll never go to because it's too far away but from you. I have been there once and it's great. I really like the place a lot. And then Salt Cure. In Hollywood, they do really nice. I still have never been to the it's newest so salt. Good. I only went to the original one. Yeah, so they have they got a good natural wine list. All their meat is. I'm like, a fan of their earlier work. I'm not gonna lie. Just, well, you know that early location is now just a, it's place a breakfast. Breakfast yeah. by Salt Cure. Yeah. Best sauce. I think that might have the best sausages in the city. Thin patties. Ooh, take that, honey high. Ooh, they're not gonna let you in the doors anymore. Mm. 
You're gonna ask for sausage on your on your Power Bowl, and then they're gonna say no. Why don't you get your ass over to Salt Cure? Sorry, ladies. Sorry, Carl. Look, Carl's an look, ass. I would put Honey High Sausage up there. I, yeah. I'm, but something about the uh, they they gr- they grind it fresh at um, at Salt Cure, and it's like really thin. But it's like they keep it a little pink inside. I, I really like that. That's nice. I love a you know I really like a patty. It's a good touch, especially for breakfast. You know I love a regular ass sausage, but like if I'm in a breakfast situation, a patty really. Does I think it we, for- we've discussed this before. I'm not much of a sausage guy. I mean I like I do like sausage, but when it comes to like breakfast, it's bacon over sausage, for me. People think I'm nuts. I, I, I'm crazy. I, I, I don't think that's nuts. I feel like that's the prevailing mainstream opinion. I don't because most the more people I meet, they really prefer sausage. People what? really prefer sausage. I, of uh, all my closest friends, prefer sausage. Mm, maybe you're just hanging out with really cool friends who have good food opinions, and you're the one. <laughs> and who Carl, doesn't. and you. I'm hanging out with them oh, with good uh, food okay. opinions. And Carl. Okay. And Carl. Well, I don't know. If we're in like a Denny's where everything's crappy, it's like you know, I, I don't think it matters. But if we're talking about like good sausage versus good bacon, I gotta go sausage. Well, you're in a, you're only in a Denny's if the IHOP down the street is closed. You know, Denny's is one of those things that you, I feel like you only go too drunk and it seems like it's a good idea, but then you get there and you're like, oh, I forgot how fucking bad Denny's is. See, when I, but I only just get like scrambled eggs and toast. If you want scrambled eggs and toast at two in the morning, that's a, that's I mean, Denny's is there for you. That's like, that's all I really want. Yeah. Just scrambled eggs and toast. I mean, I guess know? it serves its purpose. And I'll put a little bit of hot sauce on that and I'll be like, done. And then I'll leave and I'll, then I'll go eat it like Kisvaka later on at night or something. <laughs> you wish. God, I do. I do wish. I wish I was wealthy enough to eat it at Kiesbacher once a week. This is why wealthy robber barons in the 19th century all had gout. Because if if you have that much money and you can eat like that every single night, it's hard not to. You have to have a lot of self-control. Like if I was a millionaire and could eat at Kiesbacher constantly, I, I probably would. I'm not good at curbing my desires. If you were a millionaire, where would you eat the most? Price is not an option. Mm. I'd probably go to Pacific Dining Car a lot. I'd become like a regular. Like I'd roll in and all those like tuxedoed waiters would be like, Mr. Hess, your usual seat. See, I would want in the to... union room and I'd be like, yes, Charles, that'll be fantastic. No, I'd prefer to be called Mr. Joel. I want to be called Mr. Joel. <laughs> what? I don't know. It just seems like they're the help more. That's, you know? like, your, that's like your butler. That's, yeah, I oh, want, I would have a butler. I want to have a butler. I, I would hire you as my butler. This is very Seinfeld esque. I'd have so much money that you couldn't say no. You wouldn't want to do it, but you'd begrudgingly do it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't hire me as your chef. This is egregious. Mm. Well, you'd be a butler, chef. Chef butler. You'd be a chef butler. Chef butler. You would (laughs) cook the food and then you would bring it to me. He's like, I'd butle. I'd butle it over to you. (laughs) As 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 well. Butler that over here, my good man. Yeah. Then I'd walk over. Yes. uh, Yes. Have to call me Jeeves. Yeah. That's the only way I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to call me Jeeves, and I'd say, "Mm -hmm." Yes. Interesting. Uh, bring me egg, bring me my eggs with cabbage and uh, bocarones on top. Very good. <laughs> At once, sir. Where would you if, if money was no option? Where would I eat? Yeah. Well, I'd need a healthy mix of like really heavy and really light stuff. I'd probably just continue eating at Honey High all the time, like I do. Because, like for breakfast? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I I'd probably just go there more. Have you had the breakfast at Pacific Dining Car? Yes. One time, <laughs> I, one time I went at like three in the morning. It's fucking insane. I got like tomato slices Dude, and it's, like smoked salmon. It's called the country breakfast and it's like $45. I don't think I've had that. Oh, dude. It's just like, it's just like eggs, toast. Five pounds of food. It's just, it's just a big plate of like pancakes, eggs, bacon, sausage, turkey, sausage, or whatever the fuck it is. Toast. It's it's pretty substantial. You I get mean, that with a martini about eleven a.m. Oh boy, 
That's how you start your day as a big wig politico downtown. That's uh, true. I'd probably just eat at Bestia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I actually had that much or money, like, I would go to Subaki. Or like, or, like, or like Subaki or, or Moza, like a bunch. Yeah, I, just I go think to that's Subaki like probably the where they would I be would like have. annoyed with me and Subaki how much I was in there. They're like, again, you just you sitting at the bar. I don't think they would be because if you were there every day, they'd be like, be so thank you, money. please. Carl's here again. That just made our week, dude. If anyone ever, <laughs> lady, he's putting my kids through college. college. If anyone ever showed me like a, a like a spreadsheet of how much money I've spent at Cookbook in, in the last five years, I'd probably kill myself. Hey, Carl, you know uh, when we said we'd have to send away to NASA to calculate yeah. your tab? Yeah, yeah, Cookbook? we all had a good laugh about that. Yeah, well, we finally did it, and the numbers are in. <laughs> he puts a huge stack of papers on the bar. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I don't have any outstanding debts around town. No, no outstanding tabs. I pay my, I pay my debts. A Hess always pays his debts. Yeah. Well, then there you go. I, but you know what? Looking back, it's like I'm happy to have spent all that all that money at a cookbook because it's a great fucking market, and I support what they're doing. There you go, see, and I support Viarta and what they're doing as the as in the, terms of pre-marinated meats. You can't beat them. No, I don't even like. I mean, they don't, you, there's there there's so much more than pre-marinated meats, my good sir. They they have so much. I feel like if you, I'm not sure the last time you've gone to Viarta. It's been a while. You, it's like a, you're like a, it's like a kid in a candy store. Oh, I, I love them. It's it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite. We're it's like, blessed. We're it's blessed my, it's my Disneyland, you know? <laughs> Culinary Disneyland? Culinary Disneyland for Maybe me. Maybe I could get a lamb shank there or a goat shank. You can get, you can get a lot of stuff. Shank del Chivo? How do you say shank? Come on, say do you say shank? Come on, say do you say shank? Tenis un. I don't know, man. shank? I don't know, man. I'm from fucking Piedra? Northridge. <laughs> from Northridge, California, bro. Well, um, we came in hot with a lot of food opinions right off the bat here. And that's not going to change when we introduce our guest because uh, if anyone if anyone has definitive food opinions, it's this guy. It's it's this guy. Let's let's uh, let's get him in here. Our guest today is Jordan Oaken, food podcasting icon. Uh, maybe maybe our food podcast rival. Rival? I don't know if I don't really view uh, it like that. It's all love. It's all family. He, he came. He came here bringing us pizza bagels. That's true. He can't be our rival he's, unless they're poison. He's an immediate ally. Uh, he rolled in with two uh, pizza bagels from Western. And uh, I just ate that way too fast. And I'm going to say, I feel great. Yeah. Well, we'll see what you feel. We'll, <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. how, we'll see how you feel. When like, I yeah. become progressively sleepier during this podcast, we'll know, like, Carl really uh, tapped out after minute 12 there. <laughs> what happened? Uh, Had to do it. Was listening to your guys' uh, Evan Fox episode. Right. The Shout bagel, out to Evan. L.A. Bagel Babe. Bagel Maestro. <laughs> the bagel model. <laughs> right? The most beautiful deli man in L.A., right? <laughs> And uh, he did great pizza bagels for a while. Yeah. And I knew, Joel, you're a fan of Western. Love Western. Knew Carl, a fan I, of pizza bagels. I just bagels. love it bagels sense. in general. It's weird, though, how they put, they don't slice it in half. They just put it right on top. They use yeah. the, they use the yeah, bagel the cheese, as a crust. The cheese and the sauce go right on top. It's not sliced open. That's not bad. But you know what? And I, guys, like I, I, I would have driven further for a treat for you guys <laughs> if no. I had time today. No. But this is indicative of kind of how shitty my neighborhood's food scene is okay. and how unbelievably jealous I am coming here and knowing your proximity. Well, see, you live in the valley. So you live in the valley, right? Great restaurants. Wait, you yes. live in Studio City? I'm in Sherman Oaks. So, okay. so the thing is about because I used to live in Sherman Oaks for a long time. I'm from yeah. the valley, right? 
You're missing out on a lot of good stuff, man. You're missing out on good stuff. Nat's Early Bite Tell is me. out there. Nat's Early Bite. Haven't one of the, been yet. One of the best yet. breakfasts you could possibly ever get. They have great chili cubes. I've never even heard okay. of that. Dude, that place is great. Don Adrian Samitas Poblanas. Haven't been there. Awesome. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't. Yeah. Van Eyes. Yeah, yeah it's Van great. Eyes. They have, two, they have two locations. It's one great. by the courthouse Joel and then one talk, on Burbank. Joel. Joel will talk Valley Look, Bites for hours. Dude, I'm an L.A. kid, too. Dude, I'm, I, I just... I, I, under, spots. I understand your love for the 818... But it's nothing compared to where we are right now. Have you now. ever been to Teriyaki Plus? That place fucking rules, man. Right well, on to Pulpit. It's great. It's, the, it's funny that you have that perspective, though, because I watch you on your Instagram and on your podcast, and I'm like, you're hitting all those west side spots that we never go to because we're all the way over here. Yeah, and I'm because like, you just have to go around. Oh, he's at like Michael's and Santa Monica, and he's like, you're in like all the spots in Brentwood. So I'm have like, you I've been never to Pete? Have there. you been to Pizzana? I have. I- well, funny enough, I been. swear to been. God, because look, I listen to the show, obviously. I swear if I had time today, I was planning on bringing you guys a Pizana. No, that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> if I had time, because I... too much. Look, I understand. You guys You guys consider Brentwood like flyover it's, country, No, right? it's just like, far. You, you, Siberia. It's just you far. You can't even get there, so I was going Might to... Might as well be favorite. Vladivostok. I didn't have time today. I would have liked to have celebrated Pizana with you. But look, one of my favorite places around here, I got to say right off the bat, Joel, is... The sandwich I had at Estrado. Mm. Oh, thanks, Shout bud. out to Estrado. Oh. Can we please, talk about this please. for a minute? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let me kiss your ass for a little bit. Right? <laughs> Let me kiss your ass for a little bit. The, specifically, the salami mm-hmm. chop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? And let's talk about this. Because not because of the ciabatta, yeah. which, no, by which the is, way, is great. Is perfectly soft. Shout it's out to bread perfect, perfect ciabatta, it's right? It's a great bread. Not the aioli. I don't know what you're doing with that aioli, but it's nice. What is it? It's some sort of. It's, it's just straight it's, mayo. It's, it's Dijon and mayonnaise. Okay, there one, it is. A one to one ratio. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is that got really my attention the, on that? The vinegar. Not the vinegar, Carl. You know what it was? Uh, Have you had it? I don't know where you're going with this. I've had. You're it? talking about the chopped salad sandwich. The chopped salad yeah. sandwich. Which is, is it? Is it how salady the filling of the sandwich is? The olives. The Ooh. olives, yeah. The olives in Sleeper this chopped salad. Pick. You're a genius for that. Castle Patrono olives, baby. They're no one's doing that. Favorite. And it's not a tapenade. <laughs> no, these are just <laughs> right? half we're not, fucking we're not, olives. We're not, we're not talking tapenade. These are Listen, half olives. <laughs> people, we're not talking a tapenade. We're not talking tapenade. There's no... There's love given to the olive game. Oh, dude, dude, I love those fucking olives. I want yes. to say that's one of the best sandwiches I've had in recent. Oh, thank memory. you very Damn. much, man. I, appreciate I really that. loved it. I really appreciate I, that. I will agree. Um, Castle Ventrano, I've been saying this for a while. They're the king of olives. You know, <laughs> I love olives. a Kalamata, but if it comes down to choosing one olive for the rest of my life, there's, I'm not hesitating. Oh, that's the easiest it's, decision. They're buttery. You get the good ones. They're like buttery. They're luscious. You don't even need anything else. That's a fucking meal. That and, and a glass of wine. And there's good texture on them. A lot of olives don't have yeah. great texture. No, they're, they're, nice they're nice. To those. We, cycle, we cycle through those olives like crazy. I have been, I don't know what it is. Maybe just because there's been so much good Italian around lately that like I've become kind of obsessed with chopped salads. Like. I think it started, I had the one at Cosa Buona, and it's like, I was just like, this is so a chop salad is so, so satisfying. If you do it, it right, it's just so it's simple. Like, that's the best part. Because it's like a part. salad that's like a meal. Because you know I love like a power salad where it's like, you know, for lunch a lot, I'll make like a big salad. I'll put like fish on it. I'll put nuts in there. I'll make a, you know, like a vinaigrette. And it's like, it eats like a meal. It's like, you know, salad's not a side dish. It's like, this is the main attraction. And I think a chopped salad really embodies that because it's like, you got your meat, you got your cheese, you have the chopped salad, you don't need anything else. I'm going to go the opposite way. Ooh. I'm done with chopped salad. Oh my God. Hot take, hot take alert. Here's, here's my thing, okay? 
I'm a, I'm a, I love Dantana's, okay? I don't okay. know if you guys Never have been. been. Okay. See, the, another Dantana's, place. Another place. Uh, institution. I love, An institution. I love Dantana's. Now, they have a chopped salad. Okay. The Tana's salad, mm-hmm. okay? They call it all a Nikki Hilton. She ate there too much in the early 2000s okay. when she meant something, okay? <laughs> right. For those, that that you don't, for who, those that, you don't, that don't know, Nikki Hilton is Paris Hilton's sister. There you go. She mattered once, right. okay? She, she did. And they named the chopped salad after. Now, they offer that salad not chopped. And I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who gets it not chopped. And you like it better. I like a chunky salad. Mm. I want a big cube of mozzarella. Okay. Mm, right. I want a big, a big, nice daddy slice of tomato. tomato. Oh, God. And I like the iceberg. <laughs> whole, whole pepperoncinis just in there. <laughs> Throw with in. the stem. Throw them in. Joel, there's no pepperoncinis in the tuna salad. <laughs> Everyone knows that, okay? All right, well, first of all, let me say that naming a salad after a Paris Hilton sister is emblematic of a whole other thing that might be wrong with West L.A. food culture. But, you know, I, I'm hearing what you're saying. I can appreciate a fucking big slab of something. But... I do think in a salad context, you're going to have to cut it up anyway. Respect the iceberg. People are chopping oh, it to pieces. I'm, I am. <laughs> I'm a huge iceberg advocate. I, I feel like iceberg, iceberg got a bad rep because people were like, oh, it's just water. It doesn't add any flavor. It's like, it's no, 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 no. There's no better lettuce. There's, there's no better lettuce. It's, I love iceberg. We go through so much iceberg at the sandwich shop. Well, that's what I also appreciate at Estretto. The proper shredding of lettuce, a.k.a. shreddus. Yes. It, it, you have to have it. In an Italian and you have to have a lot con- of it. Yes. Like, it, it has, has to be like seasoned yeah. really well, too. Yeah. That's it. And I can't mess with garbanzo beans, okay? And too many chopped salads have garbanzo You know, beans. I see. I'm, I'm on the other side of the table again. I love, I love dry, Mash it up. Put some oil in it. Some salt. Then I'll <laughs> so mess you want with hummus. It. I want hummus. <laughs> and by the way. Give me hummus. Wait, let me think real quick. Because a genius. I was, I was recently. I recently had a meal. God damn, I'm not going to remember where it was. Great hummus. And they did a chopped salad, but with hummus under it, acting as the chickpeas in it. And I thought wow. that was genius. Okay, that's pretty pretty. Was brilliant. it like one of these high-end Middle Eastern spots like Bavel or? It uh, wasn't Bavel. God, I'm Everyone's doing Middle Eastern It may now. come back to me, but but that was that, yeah. that was striking that they-, they That sounds great. I mean, I would eat that. Hummus. Yeah, that yeah. sounds awesome. I, a little I, bread. I think everyone's kind of, you know, we're in a Middle Eastern moment right now. Yeah. Middle Eastern slash pan-Mediterranean cuisine, super popular. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, there's maybe some downsides, but overall, it's like, I'm enjoying it. I, I, can, I can eat that kind of shit, like, all the time. I'll go to Dune for lunch. So satisfying. Just extremely satisfying. Uh-oh. When I said Dune, I'm just gonna say like maybe not as good. I, I've talked about this. I've before. only gone to I one in Atwater Village. I don't get it. You don't get Dune? I don't understand the whole. It's kind of like the Combi thing for me. It's just like mm. everyone can just calm down a little bit. Well, see, it's okay. It's I haven't good. been to Combi, so I can't. Here's I can't what I'll say, say on that. about that. Combi is a lot of Instagram <laughs> hype because of the, how cool that one sandwich looks. And I like Combi. It probably wouldn't be my go-to sandwich, but like. I understand that the aesthetics of that sandwich are driving a certain way to talk about it and look at it. Whereas, like, you know, a place like Dune, it's like, I think it's just very well executed, fast, casual lunch option. Look, no one's like, I get it. no one's like Instagramming like Dune falafel, right. like, no, look no. at it. I don't, I don't mean that it's like just about the aesthetics right. there. Like, the it height. seems to be a combi, although yeah. combi does execute well. The technique yeah. on those sandwiches uh, yeah. is no legit. Problem. What I'm saying is a little something I like to do on my podcast, Air Jordan available everywhere Woo, podcasts, where podcasts are, are available. And I've actually listened to the one uh, episode where you talk about hype and in different ways if it's justified or not. 
So I know you have some strong opinions on. Right. Well, no, this just falls in Dune for me falls into the category as like, you know, living in the center of downtown right. yeah. or like uh, Sweet Lady Jane's triple white berry cake, which is it's good. Right. I understand. But, right. but let's let's just, not let's not go crazy. Just right. calm down. Hype gone awry. Calm down. Since you go on the West Side a lot, there is a place on the West Side called Z Garden, which is amazing. What is Z Garden? It's, it's on Pico. It's on like Pico and like 24th or like whatever. It's like hmm. it's but it's just like it's like if Dune was better. And and it and it's re- it's like fucking ama- it's like great it's a great great like Mediterranean spot right. go check, right, it check it out Z Garden what's an example of something that was very hyped that you actually loved well, first time I had burgers never say die yeah first time I had Howlin' Rays yeah did you have Howlin' Rays on the truck first or did you have I it didn't I never oh, okay, so you had it in the I line yeah. I will say like how long did hype. you wait how long did you wait the first time I went there I waited about an hour and twenty damn. I will say I don't. I don't think I ever want to wait that long. And the few times that I've waited, it hasn't been that long. But like, it is a fucking great sandwich. Like, it might be Delicious one of the best sandwich. chicken sandwiches. You know, it's I've a ever. great. But their wings are really good too. The batter's gonna... box is fucking awesome. I oh, actually yeah. might do that over the sandwich because really? get, because I get to eat more chicken. The, yeah, the sandwich but... I'm getting the slaw and the bread and all that other stuff. I'm with them. I want to just, I just eat wings. I'm not, I'm not okay. saying anything against the sandwich. Sandwich is great. Sandwich is a perfect sandwich. Is sandwich. Great. Probably one of the best sandwiches in America. But lately, I have been getting the wings. I have been getting the chicken the breast. The half bird or whatever, yeah. It's a really great way to also experience exactly. a restaurant. Even though the sandwich is like mm. the go-to order there. I'm not saying those wings are bad. I'm just saying I'm going sandwich every, every goddamn time. Yeah. There's something so satisfying about a fried chicken sandwich. Which is why I think... Talking about hype, it's become, it's like a must. If, if you know, fried chicken sandwich is like the way you measure a, a place in LA. Or, or maybe we're even, are we past the fried chicken sandwich moment? No. No? I, I think it's a constant. It's it, like yeah. pizza. We're but I feel like it's, it's a bell yeah. curve. It's like, no, it's, are we on the down I think it. I think it ebbs and flows because you, we've had great fried chicken sandwiches for years and years and years. You just didn't know about it. Then Son of a Gun Open made their fried chicken sandwich. I don't even know how long ago that was now. Eight years ago? Right. And, it's just, and it's just been, and now oh, it's I been I think I remember the uh, hummus salad. What is it? Oh, we're back to the hummus we're back. salad. We're back, back to hummus, me. folks. And I got to give it up to my man. Max Block, who works with these guys, I think it's at uh, Jame in Manhattan Beach. Have you oh, yeah, El Segundo. Yeah, yeah. El Segundo. El Segundo. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. This is, is uh, wait, whose restaurant is that? It's the guy from uh, uh, the place that you like. This, they um, <laughs> they had the skewers thing, the skewers concept. Fuck. Oh, what's it called? Fuck. I don't want. I want to say Morimoto, but it's not Maruno. Yeah, it was the guy Anyways, that he's it was the guy that owned that. Yeah, a young Maruno. chef. That place is blowing up. If you're ever around, it's like there, Spanish, right? No, no, no. It's an Italian. Oh, I'm thinking restaurant. Of like Gabby. It's an Italian restaurant. What the hell am I thinking of? Maybe. He's a young chef, genius kid, and he's doing pastas really he, fucking wait, well. He was the guy from Bar Maruno, the place that closed in Grand Central. You know, Market? I don't know enough. I thought about I thought him. he was I'm a sorry. chef. I thought all right, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. Call in, let us know. The phone lines. He and his wife are great people, and. That salad is tremendous. That and by the awesome. way, guys, if I'm wrong, we'll edit this out. Right? <laughs> if it was exactly. a different restaurant, can I say one more thing? Yes. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. You're the guest. I listen Open to the show. Platform. I listen to the show. And, and he's got issues. I listen and to the I show. got some problems. I have one suggestion. Yeah. Ooh. I like the show a lot. Thank I, you. And we're both we're, we're open. All, we're all celebrating LA and chefs, that's true. right? And that's, that, true. that's what I love. Absolutely. And our chefs, right? One suggestion. 
you guys always like to say top 10 guests, right? <laughs> You've said top 10 guests about more than 10 people. Yeah. So, well, that's kind of a bit. So that, is, that is the joke. Yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> the it's joke. It's a great bit. <laughs> it's a great bit. Maybe expand to top 20. Here's what I'm suggesting. You do a future segment. You list the top 10. Oh, oh shit. A la, a la Wayne and Garth from, you, from Wayne's World. Wait, you, wait, Jordan. You know what? You make that it is official. A, that's a great fucking idea. I think you may have just catapulted yourself into top 10 I'm guest status right that. now. I'm no, you're in. No, that. you're top 10 guest. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> okay, here's what you do. You make it official. Okay. And then, and then it's an it's an evergreen thing. It keeps going on. It, Power rankings. Ooh, ranking the guests. If someone comes on and they get in, they they get into the top ten. And the sad so part it's like about a leaderboard. It, the sad part about Somebody it else is has to go. someone's got to go. Sorry, Wes, you're gone. And then it's like Game of Thrones. <laughs> who's gonna who's who's getting kicked out of the top ten? Who's gonna die? That's it. That's All my right. only. Well, I appreciate that. that. Perfect. Point. I love yeah. that idea. I love that idea, and I and I thank you for that. But I will say that our top 10 leaderboard would be so swayed by what food people brought instead of how they were as an actual guest. Well, then I'm definitely not in the top 10. <laughs> no! Pizza bagel? It I mean, might be 10. Pizza bagel's up there. I don't know what the best thing was, but... The, the best thing that we've ever... David been... Wilcox bringing the fresh sourdough I mean, David, and pate. And pate. And, pre and preserves okay, so that he made. you guys actually have screamed about pate before on here? We have. We have okay. several times. Uh, okay, because I, David brought a fresh... I still think that's the best bread in LA. Shout out to fucking David at uh, Hail Mary. That's some great fucking bread. It was fresh out of the oven. He had made chicken liver. It was really chicken liver mousse. It wasn't really pate. It was no, like no, it I thought was chicken liver mousse. I thought it was like close enough. Duck. I thought it was yeah. duck liver. Oh, was it? I don't remember. I it was, it was so long liver. ago. I'm in a And haze. like a house made like jam, like marmalade. And it was just like that on the freshly warm sourdough was just like, eh, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. No, it was great. We have, we've had some great stuff come through. Pizza bagel definitely... Combines two of my favorite things. I gotta I'm say, sure. we're what, 12 minutes in? I'm still feeling energized. I'm flying on that <laughs> Good, pizza man. bagel. Good. I thought I was gonna be tired. Good. I feel great. All right, so things that are hyped that you've appreciated the hype. What about things that have not lived up to the hype? Or what about what something things that, like, that deserves to be didn't hyped, get hyped and isn't? Oh, so much. Okay. So much. Shine I a mean, light. Shine I mean, a no, light. There's just so many mom and pop places. There's so yeah. many great little places that aren't getting either the mainstream uh, food media's attention as much as other places, you know? Right. Uh, there, there's so many. But we are kind of in this time, and, I, and I'll, take, I'll use this as an example, Spoon by H, which uh, yeah. David Chang gave a shout out to, yeah. and immediately catapulted them I into mean, he, like- He gave more than a shout out. It, well, he said it was like the best. It's like his personal commissary at this point. Right, right. <laughs> but before that, they were just kind of a nondescript, like yeah. many places in LA, you would probably drive by it and never, you'd be like, oh, what's that place? You know, kind of a kind of like a weird exterior that you might not be like, yeah. you know, immediately drawn to. He may be, I, I made, I, I was talking about this the other day. He may be one of, if not the most influential LA food voice right now. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, We're, if. It's like the Chang effect. How like, many, how many, how many Cassell's patty mouths do you think have sold? That's what I was about to say. Since he, since so he many, went off, so of many, so many. You, you can't even quantify so many. it. That patty melt rules, though. It's, it, it's so, totally it's so fucking the attention, good. and it's hilarious because you know Dave votes for uh, the uh, San Pellegrino Fifty Best Restaurants, sure. and he said he voted for Cassell's for that thing. Really? That's, that fucking yeah. rules. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I think with Jonathan Gold gone, R.I.P. to the God. Uh, you know, in terms of. Who's like one comment, whether on the internet or in print or wherever in media, can completely change the destiny of a place like Jonathan Gold was able to do? I don't think there's many people that are approaching Dave Chang's influence at all. I mean, 
one Instagram post could change the well, lives know, of you know, uh, someone. He gets mentioned on my podcast. He gets mentioned on your guys' podcast sure. plenty. But 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 uh, we'd be remiss without stating that Farley Elliott. Sure, he can make or he can make a play. The Farley effect. He can really make a Shout place. Out to yeah, he can. I, I think uh, you know why? Because he's so good at. Doing the photograph <laughs> yeah. of the, the fucking sandwich. He, his arm extends His long. arm extends. His, yeah, he has a very long angle. reach. If the food is good, if, if, if the hype is, is, is real enough, yeah. right. and Eater LA writes about it, that's true. They could change fortunes. Also, we have a revitalized LA Times food section. They just put out their first print edition in over a decade. It looks fucking great. You got Peter Me in there, like at the helm. I mean, I think a big LA Times food write up could. Do a lot for a place. Yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. I haven't talked to any um, any restaurant owners or chefs who have been reviewed so far to see what kind of traction they got based yeah, on but, it. Yeah, but it would be interesting. I, I look. I hope it does because you know, I was talking to um, Ricardo uh, Zarate from uh, Rosalie yeah. Yeah. the other day, and he was telling me how uh, empty. Uh, Mochica was yeah when it first opened and, right. and his budget was dwindling and right. he was almost about to go out of business and all of a sudden a two-page LA Weekly profile goes up and he's selling out the next day by 11 a.m. yeah that's so crazy so there is a there there was a gold effect I hope that uh, Patricia and Bill can continue to do that for our LA chefs and restaurants. That would be, I don't, be amazing. I don't yet know if they have that way kind too of early power, yeah. yeah but we'll see yeah that is crazy though because like I feel like you read like same thing with like Night Market yeah. and like they're about to close and then Jonathan Gold and then like you know with with Jitlada it's like the power like when you have that reputation and everyone looks to you it's like you can do a lot with that power like a lot of good and also it's great for everyone else because then they found out about it you look know. you guys have it Joel said the restaurant I went the salami sandwich is amazing <laughs> that's true hey Estrato got a very nice write-up in LA Times. Uh, you guys were like on the front page of the LA Times food thing. Yeah, that was nice. I and mean, infatuation. Did you see, did you see a fucking bump from that? Yeah, we, we did. But I mean, ours was, you know, maybe for like a day or two, something like that. It's not like that. It's not as big. I think sure. once. We uh, still we still suffer from the, the, the Grand Central Market effect where people just right. like to go there so much. Right. And that they'll crowd in there. Right. When they realize that you could just go somewhere not right. that much further away. Right. But I think, I mean, in about a year or so, that whole area is going to be com- yeah. significantly you're, you're different. You're in at a good time for yeah. South Broadway. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Why is it going to be so different? There's just with a the, lot of development. Just with all the development and things that are going on and, and then the way that they're going to. apparently shutting off that street and turning it into a pedestrian zone. Like, a, like essentially a, like a promenade third and some fourth other shit. on, on Broadway. More, more seating. Yeah, yeah, more seating. But I'm like, we can like, we actually have a licensed patio where you can drink outside and one of the few that actually does have it on that stretch i know bernadette's does right um but and like there's so we will have a stranglehold on that but it's just going to take some time so you know talking about both sides of la and obviously we're kind of focused on our immediate surroundings not that we're not down to travel for a delicious meal but Except you know, Brentwood for you two. Well, that's what I'm saying. I wanted to ask you if, if <laughs> why Joel, go, I can go to Johnny Vinny's in Fairfax. My, why am I going to Brentwood? My guys, like a little Brentwood trip on the weekend. Never. I want to go to Pizana. You're right. 
So if you had to pick one place, well, let's, movie, go, let's way, go to Baltair. I want to go to Baltair. You could skip. Uh, you could skip Baltair. You could probably skip Baltair, although they do offer uh, a couple cuts of Flannery. So oh, okay. worth it for Flannery if you're in Brentwood for sake. But Pizan is opening in uh, West Hollywood, a little That's further east. Still you guys. far. That is still. Right, if Joel and I have one dinner date to go anywhere on the west side of Los Angeles or anywhere. That we haven't been. What would you say? That you haven't been? I don't know where you haven't been. Well, have just you, think, think of West K- L.A., Brentwood, Santa Monica. Have you been to Cato? Of course. Yes, of course. You've been yeah. to Cato. Yeah. You've, you've I've been gone to Cato. For, I went to Cato for lunch yeah. like Shout out two to times John. a week when they did lunch. You know, that's the thing. If I'm going to go all the way over there, I'm just going to fucking go to Cato. I mean, Cato's not even that far, but it's like. Not that far. I would, it's honestly, than, it's because I, than Bizana. Because I would, co- I would consider like going to like Raku, like a, tr- a trek. Going out yeah. to like La Cienega. Just like parking. Like, uh, well, they have like valet. Hollywood. Ah. Just take a car. It'll cost you 20 bucks. Have you been to Abaria Raku? I haven't yet. But, you haven't. Uh, that place everyone fucking loves it. I haven't that been place there. rules. I everyone <laughs> loves it. That place fucking I'm trying to think of what other place I think about all the time. Like, I gotta go there. On, the, mean, on the west side? Yeah. You've been to Felix? Felix, he just went for the first time. I just went for the first time. <laughs> And I gotta say, I think that bread is the highlight of the meal. I mean, the pasta is the, all, the his the focaccia. focaccia. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I remember actually, going to an event and it was just focaccia yeah. and lardo, and that's what he would do. And it was just like, ha, 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 fuck yeah, you. I had the focaccia. It's delicious. I, I had it at a couple of food events, and the one, the first time I had, it, I think it was at Food and Wine when I was with you. Yeah. I went back to that table like eight times, and I was just like, I need more of this. And you I know, would go out to the website for Hatchet Hall. Like that's I that's really a, do like Hatchet. There's like, Hatchet all? I haven't. I'm going to one of the Fuss the and Fuss and Feathers ones. I, the, there's no. I don't think work. there's another restaurant like that in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. Not even I remotely. Really cl- maybe pro, pro and Proper right. might be kind of in that vein. Right, but a that's, place that's not, doing like that's way Southern, but not like like you know their idea of Southern. Not just like here's collard greens and mac and cheese or whatever. Yeah. But like they you know, <laughs> yeah. collard yeah. greens and mac and cheese. They're well, doing. Like, I haven't been to Alta either. I'd like to try that. I wanted to try check out Alta too. Yeah, I think there's a certain type of restaurant like, you know, like dialogue where it's like, I'd like to go there, but like, I wouldn't even be in my top five of on my dream list, you know? No. Like, have you been there? I haven't. No. Yeah. I, I like, what do you care about? Do you have like any desire to go? I do because I think I'm sure it would be like I think what they're an doing all there time looks pretty stark. yeah I'm sure it would be like an all time yeah. dinner of your life and I know Dave is a super talented dude. But I just don't spend that kind of money yeah. at meals. Yeah. But if look out there, if any publicists yeah. want to guys, take me, we're open. Here's the thing. I guess in that in that respect, I would like to go to Vespertine. There I haven't been there. I don't sure. know if you've been there. But like, would either. you yeah. rather if you're gonna spend that much? Let's say we are spending our own money. Would you rather go to Kispaka or Vespertine? I'd rather go to Vespertine now hmm. because I've been to Kispaka hmm. and I I just want to know. What about I've, what about Twamek? Still haven't been there. I have zero desire to go to Twamek. Twa- I'd rather guys, go to Twamek. Twa- is really I'd rather good. Go I like to Petit Twa. I like. I'd rather go to Petit Twa. That's totally different. Twamek is really good and it's super reasonable, and you should definitely check it out. How much does it cost? It, it's re. Let, let me rephrase that. It's, <laughs> it's reasonable comparatively to other fine dining to Providence and all that other in stuff in LA that are serving that level of okay. food. Okay, and it's why I love Cato so much. And even yes. though since the time it opened to now. And they've really evolved, and John's just gotten so much more talented. Yeah, shout out to John. Yeah, and focused on what he's doing there. Yeah, um, it, it's it's still even with the price hike now, it's like ninety or it's ninety five dollars. It's still, it's still, it's still it's so valuable. That's that's ins- to that's an insanely cheap so menu. That that's kind of what I'm looking for. I'm going to uh, Auburn tomorrow night, and I think that's kind of the same thing okay. where it's just. 
It's 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 food that you know is from a classically trained dude. Right. I mean, John, by the way, not even classically trained. Right. I mean, he just staged at Bennu and like right. all that he other stodged shit. In San I mean, he Francisco. was in good kitchen. He was in he was in good kitchens. Yes, but, he, but he's but like it was a, it was his his ability to create and his creativity. He's a phenom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we love so you, John. I, take that, Flynn McGarry. So I just, <laughs> in your face. I, Fuck I, you, Flynn. I try to look for value the value in the food that I'm eating right and I would love to go to Vespertina I would love to go to Dialogue sure. I would love to go to Ennaka I haven't yet yeah, yeah right neither neither, neither have I probably never will. I'm also not a robber baron <laughs> so it's kind of hard actually, to do that bro it's, just just sell the salami chops right we actually exactly. and you'll we're actually it. putting a new sandwich on Ooh. made Calabrian chili red, red and uh, red pepper flake honey oh, okay and we're doing spicy like, honey spicy honey on top I had a blanket of Parmesan cheese, arugula, and then a fuckload of of like salami on it. Into it, you know. Yeah. Tell me when it le- when it comes out. <laughs> Next, have, have you later been, this week, bro? Have you been to Roberta's? I have. What's your take on honey on pizza? That's why we're doing it. My we're having take, a honeymoon. My take on a honey sweet and on spicy. Pizza Roberta's is, signature pie is like it's a fine. spicy honey. It's fine. I don't love Roberta's, but I but I'm Ooh. fine with honey on pizza. But they, like a lot of people, like Lamora is doing like a like a sweet pizza as well. I will say that. I've had the Roberta's and I've had the Lamora one. I don't love honey on a pizza. It's like it's good. It works in the context. I would rather have a, but a margarita lot, at Roberta's. But than a the, lot, a lot of people love it. A lot of people love yeah, it. But a lot of people love fucking rainbow bagels. Yeah, love, but you're this, gonna put a rainbow bagel. Yeah, on but the you're menu? talking about. A, I mean, you're talking about two different kinds of clientele. Rainbow bagel is like dumb. Like no, you can't Instagram the honey pizza and be like, look at all that honey. It's crazy. People Instagram that pizza. Free People fair Instagram every pizza. Pizza. They brought margarita pizzas are probably the most Instagram pizza. That's probably true. And that's the cla- the most classic. By the way, at Roberta's, the move is the OG. The original. Which is? Which is just a bunch of cheese and a little bit of uh, chili flake and oregano. Mm. It's like three different kinds of cheese. It's fucking delicious. I'll say this. I got uh, invited to a media dinner, as I am a food luminary about town. Hey, go. Um, yeah, way to go. His first one. Way to go. It was a famous uh, Napoli's uh, pizza. It's called Pizza Damascelle. Oh, okay. They're op- are they open yet? They are opening in Hollywood uh, this week, I believe, or, or sometime next week. How was it? You know... The Eat, Pray, Love pizzeria. The, the Eat, Pray, is Love pizzeria. It was in. Oh, I haven't seen it? Eat, Pray, P-R-E. Love. I guess it's in the right. movie. It's a famous place in Naples. It's like this, you know, this famous Italian guy, whatever. He's there making the pie. Giacomo it's a whatever. very wet pie. The classic well, Napoli style. Yeah. In the middle are. But like, very you wet. still want to be able to hold and fold. Pick, like, I literally picked a slice up, and the toppings fucking slid off. You like, got that with wet. those. You have triple to, fold. You have to. This is hard on a podcast, but, but you got yes. You got to pick it up. And then you got to take the end corner yes, and, you and fold it back. Stuff it in, yes. and then bite it. See, that's what I didn't realize. Apparently, the classic Napoli's move is like a, a regular fold, end of crust, the end of crust, but then tip of the the pie, yeah. tip of the slice all the way back. Yeah, you got to. So it. you have a little. You got to make. You got to make a little fucking hamantash out of it, man. Jesus, I'm, I'm fucking starving. Now. Oh, <laughs> uh, but but to answer your question, I'm a big fan of sweet and savory. Okay, and so I don't mind honey on pizza. What's it? What's a top sweet and savory dish? For you right now, uh, I mean the, the most classic, sweet and savory dish of all time. The most classic of my childhood. The one I continue to do. I don't know where you're going. M and M's on hot popcorn in a movie theater. What? <laughs> I did not see that coming. I, you I looked was at like, you looked at us like what? You never I had? Was, that's crazy. I've never even heard of that. 
You've never heard no. of pouring M&M's no. on movie popcorn? I'm, I, I, my mind is blown right now. Let's go to the movies, baby. Jesus. Jesus. Fucking A. The wow. Ult, to me, the ultimate se- sweet and savory. Wait, wait. wait. Yogurt-covered pretzels. Oh, Yogurt-covered pretzels. I love yogurt. The covered. best great. sweet and savory. Great. That's a classic kid snack for me. I but love that shit. Back to the M&M's. The, the, the hard candy shell allows them to melt? It's the, it, it melts. Or it melts in the inside. Inside, inside the hard shell. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> Have you even heard of that? No, and I used to get stoned all the time. Was this a, yeah, was this a thing? This is a you thing. I, I don't know if it's a me thing. You're like, I, the I, thing we all loved as kids, pouring candy into our popcorn, <laughs> you know? Something else I like to say on the podcast, everybody knows that. Right? <laughs> everybody knows. Whatever your opinion is, that's what everyone knows. That, yeah, that's your top 10 guest bit. Everybody knows that. <laughs> everybody fucking knows that. Jesus Christ. That well, is- I'm going to have to try that, even though I really don't like popcorn. But, but let me give you some, let me give you a, a real answer. Yes. Because I think... Salt on dessert, obviously a bit a, a big thing. Sure, of we all course. love it. And, but it's regular kind of caramel, passe. get it the fuck out of here. Right. There's no sea salt. Where are you dropping? Even, stop wasting my time. Dropping like Malden on a on a cookie, that's mm, kind of over. Sure. Whatever, it's still delicious. Yeah, what course. I really love, and I've talked about it before, is the Copetta Sunday of Pizzeria Moza. It is uh, caramel ice cream with a thin uh, waffle cone, like the flat one yeah. on the bottom. Ooh. Caramel ice cream. Marshmallow sauce. Okay. And then drop some uh, salted peanuts. Is marshmallow sauce? Isn't that, isn't that fluffernutter? Isn't that like melted yeah, fluffernutter? <laughs> Nancy doesn't mess with fluffernutter, bro. This is the real thing. This is the real shit. Yeah, that's probably my favorite, like <laughs> sweet and savory, savory kind of thing. I, I, I mean, how often are you going to Moza? Not that often. Okay. And, and uh, I, I went It's more lot, affordable than you would know, than you realize. More, you know, when it was first open and everything. And now we okay. have so many options. I try to get back there occasionally. But that's one of my favorite desserts. You go there, you tell Nancy to unchop that salad for you. You don't yeah. tell Nancy. Give me, a, give me a chopped <laughs> salad. Hold the chop. You She's like, Nancy I'll do what I want. And you eat the chopped salad. Yeah, that's a chopped salad. salad. Yeah, there little, you go. Listen, Nance, a little Nance. heavy on the ridiculous. <laughs> Nance, I got a couple notes. A little bitter. Nance. A little bitter. I, we, we, I think everyone you. should calm down a little bit with the ridiculous. I love ridiculous. Quite bitter, my friend. It is. It is bitter. I got to say, I like bitter, but uh, maybe it was because growing up eating uh, Italian roast pork sandwiches with broccoli rob in yeah, Philly yeah. that I was like, I really appreciate that bitter note. But sometimes you're like, that might be a little too much ridiculous. Let's just let's all take a breath. I like a li- I like it. It balances everything out. Yeah, just a little just, less. They still do that. Uh, what you is like it? that? I'm telling like the, the most yeah. iconic chef in LA with right. the most and iconic Nance, maybe back it off a little bit with the ridiculous here Wolfgang Puck there's too much uh, there's too much smoked salmon on that pie what are you doing it's getting ridiculous we're talking like a top three LA right. like, famous salad <laughs> sure it is a great salad it's perfect I, I, no, okay. It's Never mind. It's great. Do they still more do ridiculous, the, uh, please. The butterscotch budino there? Yeah, they that, still do that. That's, that'll that's never. Everyone's that'll, favorite. That'll never. That is. That'll never. That's be. really satisfying. We we talk a lot about not being dessert guys, savory guys, but like something very satisfying about a salted oh, it's perfect. butterscotch. And by the way, the little rosemary cookie that Ooh. they put on the side Ooh, of it. It's and you good. Use that as a spoon. God, I haven't been to Mosa in way too long. Oh, get there, as yeah. long, especially for dessert. They have Fuck. a cool late night menu now. They also have like they brought you, back her grilled cheese. They also have like you sit at, if you sit at the bar, it's like thirty five dollars, and you get like a salad, like a starter, a salad, and a dessert or whatever, or main dessert. It's like, but it's only at the uh, the bar. So these are these are good well, deals. Jordan, if you can drive from Sherman Oaks and hit all these places on the east side, then we need to step our game up 
and start driving out to the west side more and mm. going to i definitely go to the west side more than you do i know but i'm like you know i gotta get out you gotta get out of the bubble something you get your comfort bubble of your places that you hit all the you time you don't have to tell me man joel and i we, we grew up in la we're still in la we're still we in la baby yeah I'm, dude i'm i'm, all, both, I'm all about it baby we're both repping LA in our clothing right now. Super hard. That's true. Super hard. Joel's wearing a Dodger shirt. Jordan's wearing a Dodger hat. There you go. Uh, I know you probably don't make it over here as much as you'd like. Have you been to... I do, actually. You do? You do. Have you been to Hail Mary? I have, yeah. What do you think? I like it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite place that you've come over to this side of town for, you think? I mean... It's, it's, it's relatively, I, dude, there's so much, it's like, you got Howlin' Ray, it's like what I was talking about before, there's yeah. so much What here. about for dinner? You have, you have Howlin' Ray's right here, you yeah. have Philippe right here, uh-huh. you have, you have, uh, you know, now you have even wax paper right here. You, yeah. you got Sonor, You got Sonora Town, like, five minutes away. Not a, not a big fan of Sonora Town. Joel had a bad Sonora Town experience, I, I don't believe I, you. I, I do, order? I, I ordered, like, we got... Like uh, the chimichanga, we got chibi, chibi or whatever. Chibi. We got like a few tacos and Not for some, you? some other shit. Bland. It was very bland. Mm. See, I've, I've, oh, we gotta go back. And it I've took, been there and like four times. And it took fucking we gotta forever. Get you back. It yeah, took we, we fucking gotta, forever. We gotta get you. I was so stoked and I was, ex- it was extremely excited. It looked great. And I was I like, know, oh. I know a few people who oh. have had like oh. mediocre kind of experience on the first time there, then went back and, and like their and their sauces are just like meh. I don't like it. I don't like it. I will fight you to the death. Let's go. <laughs> I don't like this. Let's get in. The, let's get in the octagon that Carl has. Sonora Town's a place where I've like brought multiple people who I'm like not a fan. Yeah, like who, like, who might not be like food people. I'm like, have you heard of Sonora Town? Yeah. They're like, no, what's that? And I take them. They're always like, yeah. holy shit. This yeah, I just, I just don't. I just did not enjoy it. All right, let's move on because oh, I like fuck. Joel. I like you, I like is, you too. I think is, you're great. This Look, is ruining you. are still a top 10 host, but I don't know. Freeman, you have Freeman's right down the street. Oh, I, I Freeman's fucking love great. Freeman's. I fucking love Freeman's. Freeman's is oh. great. We got Gasato's right there. There's so much. You got Subaki down the street. Guys, I, what, are you trying to make are, me are feel you, worse? Are you ever, do you ever think about moving? No, 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 no. Sherman Oaks still the casket drop? I got a family, man. I got two uh, kids. I got I to gotta <laughs> stay in the suburbs. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I gotta stay out in the suburbs. I go, but it's too, still too rough out here for these little. Joel kids. has a kid. He lives in Creedgem. That's true. You know what? My <laughs> wife wants the suburbs. What there am I gonna go, do? There you go, That's true. What am I gonna do? But L- listen to your wife. That's yeah. all. That's my. That is my. That's yeah, the only go. recommendation I can have. You're gonna go listen to Pizzana again and have a great life. Is what you're gonna do. I we we, we need to do a Pizzana field trip. There's no doubt about it. When I, you I when, you, when you finally get there, okay. And I'd love to come with you if you do. But well, if I can't absolutely. make it. Make sure you get because the pizza's great. Yeah. But Daniele also does he uses the same bread that he uses for the pizza for his croutons in the Caesar. Ooh. Oh, that sounds great. Ooh, yes. So I love a good Caesar. Pizza, mm. pizza dough, croutons in the Caesar. Yeah, just and give it to me now. Take my one money. Of, one of the only people in LA who get me to like lamb because his meatballs have lamb in them. I love lamb. You don't like lamb? Perfect. Don't love lamb. Don't wow. love lamb. Don't love lamb. Wow. Lamb has become, I, we were actually just talking about this on the other part of this episode. Lamb has become like one of my favorite meats. I've always been a beef guy, like growing up, but now I'm thinking like, Grand, grand Lamb, lamb is might great. be surpassing beef for me. Too barnyard. Too, Too much barnyard. Yeah. Have you ever had goat? I won't. Oh. I try, that, that's, that's beyond barnyard. That's a little bro. funky. I'm going, after this, I'm going to get some goat. Where are you going? I'm going to Galagetza. I'm going to get the, mm. uh, the goat stew. I just went to this place, El Parian. I was telling Joel, it's down in Pico Union. 
uh, it's roast goat with a tomato consomme. They just give you the fresh tortillas. It's fucking You know, here's the thing. So right now I'm a baby. I don't like lamb. I don't love lamb. I definitely am not into goat. But here's the thing. The palate, it does evolve. That's true. Of course. Oh, and journey. I, li- I like things today that I did not like 10 years ago. Of course. So, by the way, maybe I'll be eating goat tartare in 10 years. And I'll look forward to it. I would, now, I, I would really eat that. I would fucking eat that in a second. I would eat that but very, for very now, much, though. So. It's too much barnyard for Damn. me. Damn. You got to embrace the barnyard, bro. I, I grew up in L.A. <laughs> I haven't There's no barns in the suburbs, by the way. Except unless, unless you go to Chatsworth. Yeah. In Chatsworth, there are plenty. There's a lot of land. There's yeah. a lot of land in yeah. places I did not grow That's up. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, we're coming to the end here. We've covered a lot of ground. Let's plug the podcast. Air Jordan. It's a great L.A. food podcast. Um, Air Jordan. Everywhere podcast. Everywhere. Stitcher. I rep- Spotify. I, uh, uh, I interview. Whatever. Apple whatever. Podcast. I interview chefs. I interview. I try to get some celebrities. You get celebrities and shit. It's that West LA thing. It's that Valley, it's that valley Look, shit. I, I had Nikki Hilton on nine weeks in a row. You had like Joel McHale. And I, start, I started in Hollywood, you know, and I'm still a writer. So I met some people. They've there been nice go. to come on. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I thank you guys for what you're doing representing LA, celebrating I mean, chefs. love LA. And, we're we're uh, the most excited dining scene in the country and god damn it we need the podcasts that are commensurate with the excitement level of the dining scene yeah and you know uh one of the reasons i started it is um you know i was listening to food is the new rock which was great i was mm-hmm. listening to the stew which you guys sure. all always the know stew. was yeah. great i have a stew reunion for any stew fans out there that missed the stew i did a stew reunion the air jordan stew collab so you could go check that out there you but go. i miss these guys and uh, what they're doing and what they were doing. So I appreciate you guys. I'm, I'm I'm thank you for same. stepping in. And I'm, I'm going to say, top 10 guests. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I look forward to being knocked off and learning. Yeah. And off, okay? <laughs> the power board. It's always shifting. I will say, uh, for a plug for me, um, with the stew, we're going to be doing a live event. Um, it's going to be a pop-up food, comedy, wine party. Uh, Jason Stewart from the stew will be DJing. It's going to be May 7th. At Melody Wine Bar, which is a very cool wine bar in a converted house by Squirrel right there in Virgil Village. Uh, we got pizza from Hail Mary. We got tapas from Otonio. We got comedy from Reggie Watts, Max Silvestri, who's a top 10 guest of this program. Absolutely. And Best Selling, who's also a top 10 guest of this program. Oh, that's right. Uh, tickets are available in our uh, bio link. So get fucking get those. It's going to be a fucking party. Joel and I, we're going to be hitting the Perone. They have a Perone at Melody, and I'm also bringing mine. So there's going to be two Perones in yeah. play. There needs to be more Perone action just everywhere. We, it, we are nothing if not tireless Perone awareness advocates. We're I've never here. hit the Perone. So oh, wow. Oh, baby. Well, oh, you should baby. come. You should definitely come. It's going to be great. So, Absolutely. yeah, that's May 7th. Get those tickets. Uh, it's going to be a party. Um, you can see how good Joel's beard is in person. I know I talk about it all the time, but, folks, it's lustrous. you got to see it. It's not half bad. Uh, listen to Air Jordan. Follow. You're uh, at, just at Jordan Oaken. At Jordan Oaken. Yeah. Instagram uh, and Twitter. Strong. Very strong Instagram game. You're really, you're really out there in these streets. I'm trying, man. I'm, I'm like, trying to pack I'm on the jealous. Way. Out in the cut. I'm jealous of you. Um, you can follow me at Carl Hess. You can follow Joel at Joel David Miller. You can yes. follow the pod at YapPod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, as always, you can email us. Yap42069 at gmail.com. Send us your food takes. We'll tell you if they're garbage or not. Because sometimes you don't know. And you have to turn to the experts. And that's why we're here. We do this for you. So go on iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review. You got to do it. It's like, you know how important that is. You got to get the, the iTunes traffic. You the know, algorithm. It's all about it's the so, algorithm. I don't know why it's so hard for these people. Just, just the, get in Just there. hit the five just stars. Hit the five stars. Hit subscribe. Why, why, why are you even thinking of I, I understand. Okay. 
writing a review. Maybe a little okay. too much time. Okay, we're I give, busy. I we're give busy. everyone a pass on that. Hit the five star, people. Yeah. If you've yelped ever, oh my god, you need to do a five star review for us immediately. If you're a, a Yelp elite member, you're stop listening to this podcast. Yeah. You're not welcome here. You're uh, not welcome. But yeah, go the review. It always helps. Jordan, thanks for joining us. It Thank you so much, man. Thank great. you. Um, Thank you for the fucking pizza bagel. Yeah, pizza God bagel damn. was awesome. And, and checking in, I still feel great. There's no crash. No crash. It's great. Zero consequences to this pizza bagel. Look, an L.A. great Western bagel. <laughs> Western <laughs> bagel, baby. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for bad-mouthing Western bagel on this program. I want to apologize publicly Well, thank to you Western very much. bagel. And if you guys ever get to Santa Monica real quick, I'll show you the best bagel in L.A. Oh, shit. So what is well, it? Wexler's? Yeah. New York, New York uh, bagel and deli. New York bagel and deli. That sounds like some West Side shit. <laughs> you and Joel McHale hanging out, eating I like bagels. this postscript segment. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, as always, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be See back next you. week. Fucking Bye. go eat something delicious. Peace.